welcome back to the Day to Night podcast. How have you been? I have been great. Um, well, maybe great is a little, it's a little too much, but uh, I've been good. Uh, I've got a fat eye. <laughs> um, uh, my right eye is swollen because I have a sty. Um, I, uh, it, you know, and it was just my luck that it was, it started to like get kind of uh, weird around Friday. I started to notice that it was a little crusty um, on Friday. And then uh, Saturday was when it started to hurt. And then Sunday was when it, you know, it ballooned and it became a, a whole thing. And it looked like a mosquito bite on my eyelid or something. But anyways, so um, I couldn't really go to the doctors because, um, I mean, Sunday, you know, um, nowhere was open. It wasn't, you know, there was no place open. So uh couldn't even go to, like, the uh, pharmacy to, like, you know, get anything. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, the only thing that I could do was, well, it was more like my mom. Um, she kept putting saline solution in my eyes to, uh, quote-unquote, wash out whatever was in my eye. Uh, my parents were freaking out because um, <clears throat> I can only see out of my right eye. Well, I can see out of my left eye, but it's kind of useless. Um, there's barely any, like vision in my left eye so um, I rely solely on my right eye to see and naturally they were freaking out because they were like oh my god what if this is something terrible and it's gonna affect your eyes and whatnot so they were freaking out naturally and um, I was just in pain because it was annoying Uh, it wasn't like debilitating pain or anything it was just um, like uh, kind of like an annoying kind of a pain so yeah that was that was my weekend Um, also, um, I just finished my winter session, uh, my winter classes, so that's fun. Uh, I don't know when the results will come out, no idea about that, but uh, hopefully soon. Um, and also, um, I have to check my um, like the classes for next semester. Uh, they came out today, so I think it was today. Yeah, it was today. Uh, so I have to check those. Um, and yeah... Uh, I'm also thinking about taking like the next two or so days, like today and maybe like tomorrow as well, uh, just to take a break because I realized that I basically spent the past five months like in school uh, because for me, one of our, like one semester is four months um, and um, the winter session, it lasts for the the next month. So uh, I literally got like, a day after like my finals ended on the Friday and then I had the weekends then it was Monday I got the Monday off and then Tuesday was the beginning of winter classes so I literally for the past five months I've just constantly been in school and like learning and yeah it was I'm exhausted I have never gone for five months of school like straight never um I think the longest was four months and like even back in like uh high school or middle school everything um I think the longest was four months and then we got a two-week break. I didn't even have that. It was just five months, basically five months straight of just school. Um, in the middle of fall semester, there, we do have this thing called um, Chuseok, which is kind of like the Korean Thanksgiving. Not exactly, but it's it's similar enough um, where it's like you sacrifice, not sacrifice, but like you give up food and like drinks and stuff. It's They call it like sacrificial, but it's... Yeah, it's not really like a sacrifice in like the common uh, meaning. Um, you know, it's not like we kill anything. So, um, but yeah, so it's kind of like that. Um, and uh, normally it's about a week ish, like three to four days. 
um, and if the weekend it becomes like a super long weekend and it's like a, a five day thing. But anyways, uh, for that, uh, we had, I think, I think it was from Wednesday through the Sunday, uh, for this year, well, last year. Um, but it was just my luck that <laughs> the Monday after, uh, this week of Chuseok was, uh, I had an, I had an exam, so I didn't really get that, you know, those days to rest either. So yeah, technically I haven't had a, like a decent break in about five months. So I am exhausted. <laughs> uh, I am mentally just exhausted. So, uh, yeah, I, I just want to take a couple days off. Uh, I do have to work on an application for a research assistant position, um, but that is till next Monday. So I've got a bit of time. I've more or less finished um, my application stuff, like my personal statement. I've more or less finished. Um, finger, fingers crossed that it'll work. I don't know if it will. I don't have my expectations too high because you know, the higher the expectations, the more disappointed you are. So I'm not gonna put my ex- like I'm not gonna let my expectations go up too high. But anyways. Uh, so that's what I've been up to. Um, and staying on the topic of school and education, I thought I would talk about, um, like, the, the, the... I have my notes here in front of me, but for some reason I, I can't focus. But anyways, um, I thought I would talk about uh, my experience here uh, learning and studying psychology as a uni student, as a uni student in Korea. Um, this is not a generalization of international students or other Korean students who have lived abroad like myself, um, because every, uh, program, every major, every school department, whatnot, um, they have a different approach to their education. So I'm really talking about myself and how I, you know, how I've been going through, uh, my education in the psychology major. Again, everyone is different. Uh, so, it's, it's really just my story and just hear like, like little tidbits here and there from my friends, from other departments. Uh, so yeah, uh, first thing off, first thing though, I just want to mention that the Korean education system is very different from the rest of the world. Um, as in that our academic year starts on March. <laughs> I know it's strange. I, I believe there are only like, uh, two or three other countries who start like who starts on March? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I do think that the Japanese school year also starts on March. I think uh, I'm not entirely certain, but anyways, uh, that's what Korea does. Uh, they start their academic year on March. So um, we like even from um, what's it, elementary kids all the way up till uni. It's the year is separated into largely two semesters. So you go from March till the end of June. That's um, the first semester. And then from September till December, that's the second semester. So there's literally just two semesters. It's just four four months um, each. So we get two months in between each, um, each semester. Uh, for <clears throat> school kids, it's a little different uh, depending on like where you are in the 12 year system. Um, for primary school kids, it's usually the same as uni students, uh, maybe a little shorter in terms of like vacation and stuff. And then for uh, middle school and high school, they have much less time for a break in between. I believe high school kids, they only get like maybe a week of vacation, <laughs> which sucks. Um, it really does suck, but it is what it is. I, I really feel for them. But anyways, uh, so there's that. Um, 
And um, I don't know, like my, my experience has been, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I didn't think it would be this bad because I, I genuinely came to Korea with no idea of the education system and like what I was getting myself into. Um, I thought I knew, but evidently I didn't. Um, for example, in high school, we had a lot of like uh, papers to write and we did like our own experiments and um, it was very driven in terms of like you do this and experience it yourself and you know there was also like theory stuff on the side but it was there was a lot of like essays and and thinking by yourself like critical thinking right I haven't had that in um, my uni life um, I think the first year like my freshman year it was literally just listen to what I'm telling you, uh, sponge up all the things that I've told you and then regurgitate it onto paper and I'll give you a mark for that and then you can forget everything that you've learned in the past 8 to 16 weeks. Um, so there was a lot of that and it was, uh, I don't know, it was very different because for me it was, it was, I was more used to like little bits. Like I wasn't used to taking just two big exams in the middle of like for for the entirety of a semester um <clears throat> for me it was always like okay your this paper is gonna take up this much of your grade and and then you have your exams and then you're gonna and every like little um test that you're gonna do is it's not gonna be a huge amount like it's it's a bearable amount and um here it's very much like you're gonna have to learn a whole bunch of stuff in a little bit of time and then you're gonna have to regurgitate and it was hard for me you know it was hard for me to kind of get behind that um, it wasn't fun to say the least and I distinctly remember this one time when I had to write a paper and I was so stuck I didn't know where to start I didn't know how to start I didn't know what I needed to do and I was just so stuck and I think this was in my sophomore year maybe like the end of my sophomore year and I was so stuck. I, I had no idea what I had to write, like what I needed to do. Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> um, to the point where I, I used to be able to write, I don't, I don't want to say well, but like relatively okay, or at least start um, without having a very clear cut plan in my head or on paper or whatever, right? Um, if I had an idea, I could kind of uh, write as I went. And, you know, it never, you know, it never really like always turned out. That makes no sense. It never, it didn't always, okay, let me try this again. It didn't always turn out great, obviously, because having a plan helps definitely. But there were times when it worked. Um, however, once I came to uni, this tactic never worked because I had, like, back then, I I guess I trained my brain muscles to somehow do that. But um, after I didn't do that for, like, close to two years, it just kind of died, right? So um, I had no idea what to do when the time came when I had to write these essays. Um, and I had, to, I had to go back to writing plans and... It was so new to me because I couldn't even think about what to put in my plan. I had no idea whatsoever. I had basically lost my ability to think critically of a situation or like a theory or anything. 
And I did not like that about myself. I didn't, you know, once I started to realize that I couldn't do the things that I used to be able to do, I realized, okay, so this, this is the education system here. This is, this is how they're going to do it. Okay, fine. Um, so I had to, it wasn't fun adjusting, but you know, I had to do that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't very like essay based. It wasn't very like papers or, or, um, any kind of assessment. It was very, um, exam heavy. Like the grading system was very exam heavy. Um, which I guess for some people that might be good and, and you know, that's great. But for me, it was, it wasn't, um, I didn't really like that. I wasn't a fan of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, um, uh, I struggled at first. I definitely did. <clears throat> and, um, a lot of the freshman and um, sophomore classes that I had to take, uh, they were done in Korean, which was, uh, it didn't always help, <laughs> um, because my Korean's not that great, um, to the untrained ear, it may sound like I am very fluent and that I'm good and everything, but it's really just that, that like basic conversation, like casual conversation. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, because that's literally all I've done my entire life with my parents, casual conversation. Um, but when it comes to like technical stuff, like when I have to go to the bank or when I have to ask questions to a professor or when I have to like uh, do something official or like um, fancy schmancy, uh, then I, then I struggle. Like I can't always understand. So even though my textbooks or like the, uh, the, what's it, like, <laughs> even though the textbooks or the lecture materials that my professors were giving out to me were all in English, I was technically studying by myself. I was technically teaching myself how to do everything because I wasn't really learning from actually being in class. It would come one year, I would register a, a couple phrases and then it would come out the other year and I had very little memory of what I had just done in class. So um, I I struggled, definitely. I, I definitely struggled at first. Um, and then once I got to like my junior classes, I haven't started my final year, so I don't really know. But once I got into the junior year and I was starting to take those classes, uh, my professors were definitely starting to incorporate more of like paper writing and um, doing your own experiments and doing like statistical stuff. Um, and I was stumped. <laughs> I was very much stumped. And I actually asked one of my friends to um, read over something that I had done. And I just remember being so annoyed with myself because I used, like, I could remember when I was in high school, something like that would have been so easy for me to do. But for this time around, like, it was incredibly difficult for me. Like, I had no idea where to start. Uh, I didn't know, like, I had no confidence in myself, basically. Like, absolutely no confidence in myself. And it was not fun. Uh, not being confident in your own work, that's, that's not a fun feeling for anyone, I don't think. Um, and obviously I'm, I, I am definitely no exception to that. So after that, I think, I think, I think after I actually did that one paper though, it just kind of came back a, a little bit slowly, but surely because, um, in my last semester I had to write, I think three, maybe 
two or three, I can't remember exactly. It was literally just like a few months ago and I've already forgotten, okay? Um, I want to say like two to three papers, right? And they came, it worked a little better. Um, I didn't want to say I was like super confident about it because um, they weren't easy topics. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely easier and it felt more natural. It, like the words and everything, the whole writing thing came a lot more naturally to me. So that was nice. But yeah, like for me, especially like um, in the psychology major for my school, at least very exam heavy, not not like outside stuff like papers, assignments, uh, like other assignments. Um, uh, what's it? I can't think like group projects or things like that. Um, oh, presentations. That's what I was talking about. Presentations. There's not a huge emphasis on presentations. Now, I know that. Uh, like group projects and presentations this varies from uh, like department to department because I have friends in the business in the business school and they have so many group projects and so many presentations that they have to work on and um, for for example if I have like maybe one or two they have in in a semester they have like four to five in one semester on top of um, these extra assignments that they've got as well as um, actual like exams so they've got it tough I think they've got it definitely harder in that sense and that their workload is definitely um, it's a lot heavier but I do think maybe having that extra like those group presentations and and stuff like that kind of takes away from the pressure of having to nail every single exam that you take your midterm and your final because for me um, it's literally the I guess like the common way to break up the 100% that you get for your grades is maybe like 10% for uh, attendance or participation. And then um, like maybe like 5 to 10% in um, participation in like uh, class discussions or something, right? And then um, the remaining like uh, 80 to 85% is divided into like 40 to 45 40 midterm 45 final and that is huge (laughs) that is huge because if you mess up on one of your exams that could make or break your entire GPA and again like I said last time grades aren't everything I know that but in Korea grades are very much everything so um And like, again, like for me, for someone who wants to go into grad school, grades are important to a certain extent. So that sucks. But anyways, yeah, my friends in business, they definitely have a little, like their workload definitely is more, like it's heavier. I I know that. They are stressed. I see it myself. Uh, But yeah, I, I do think having that little extra, like maybe not little, but having that extra work to do takes away from the pressure of having to nail your exams I think I haven't really talked to them about it so I I can't really say for sure but this is just my assumption this is what I think um so yeah there's that and I think it's just easier to I don't know maybe it's just me but I think it's just easier to kind of bounce off ideas against someone else and to work with other people Whereas if if I'm just writing like a paper by myself, it's it's really just everything that I'm thinking about and all my ideas and opinions. I don't really get to bounce my ideas off anyone else. 
Um, I can't be like, oh, what do you think about X, Y, Z? Do you think it's good or bad? And for someone else to reply to that, you know, it's literally just, okay, so I think this is good, therefore I will put it in. But it turns out it's a little flawed, right? I have no one to really like point it out to me. And also because I don't have any, I don't know anyone in the psychology major um, because uh, I actually came in halfway through the academic year. Like since the Korean academic year starts in March and I started school in September, uh, no one really cares about the kids who come in halfway through the year because most of the time they're international students and uh, the Korean kids, they don't really, I'm generalizing here, but um, they don't really like take notice. Uh, they don't really care. Uh, they don't go out of their way to like help you integrate or anything. Uh, they just kind of, it's literally like throwing you in the deep end. Um, there's no like, at least I don't know for like real, like true international students. Um, but at least in my case where I'm an over, like they call us an overseas Korean where, uh, you're basically Korean, but you, uh, lived abroad for an, a number of years. Um, there's there's different like types quote unquote types uh there's like a three year abroad uh overseas korean and then there's a 12 year which is basically me like uh three years is basically when um you just lived abroad for three years and then uh 12 years is if you've gone through your entire education uh outside of korea so that's that's me anyways um they don't they don't really do anything for you they don't really like orientation for me was literally just a four, I think it was four, was it four? No, I think it was just a three hour session. It was literally just a three hour session where this person came in and she just explained how like the school system works, the uh, requirements the, the, to, to, to graduate. <laughs> and, um, and then like this other person came in and uh, I think he was a senior at the time. Was he junior? I can't remember. But anyway, someone else came in and then he, he was explaining how you register for classes and stuff like that. So we don't even get like a proper orientation. And a lot of the time, these kids, um, they don't go into the dorms because uh, either they've got family in like the city or uh, they just move into uh, their own apartments with like roommates or whoever. So, um, yeah, like there isn't much done for kids, for like people like me and, um, it sucks. It sucks. And, um, uh, especially seeing how a lot of the kids who actually came in with me, like who started school in the fall of 2017, they seem to know each other. So I'm, I can only assume that they were in the same school, um, probably like, uh, in the same city and it was like, uh, catered towards like Korean students because those schools uh, they do exist I believe in China there are a couple places like that where uh, a majority of the students are Korean so um, they have they get like a Chinese education but there's a there's a large group of Korean students so sometimes there's the education might also be geared towards them and so on and so forth so uh, they might have known each other through, from there, and then they came to the same school, yada, yada, they know each other, etc. But I knew no one. <laughs> I knew no one. And um, to me, like, that just felt a little strange. Like, I know that's really normal to go to a school and you know absolutely no one. I feel like that's very normal. I'm not saying I was, like, weird or anything. Um, I know that that's very normal. But I went in thinking no one would know each other. That's That's the kind of mindset that I went in with. 
And then I saw these people, they seemed to know each other. And I was like, huh. So that kind of threw me off. And to see like these groups of friends, I don't know if they were friends, but at least they knew each other, right? Um, Seeing them just like talking to each other and mingling and everything, I was just like, okay, maybe maybe I'm weird, right? That just kind of, that's what kind of came into my head. And I mean, looking back, it's obvious that I wasn't weird. And I'm not saying they were weird either, but it's just that our circumstances were very different. Uh, So yeah, that, that kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my experience. And, um, I think the international kids, they don't really get anything either. I think, I think most of them find friends from within like their dorms. They've got different dorms for like Korean students and then for international students. Strange, I know, (laughs) but, um, yeah, they've got different They've got different dorm rooms, um, like different buildings. I don't know if that's like an intentional, like if that's got like uh, a bad intentions kind of thing, or if it's literally just um, like uh, I don't know if it's it's just to be like here, get to know some people, um, some new people that you can maybe communicate with, because a lot of Koreans they they might not be able to comfortably speak English to the point where um, like they just don't feel comfortable talking to an, a foreigner in English because you know those people do exist and they're a lot more common than you think but yeah uh so there's that but I do think that I do think that because of that like because of going into the dorm situation at least you get to have a few friends and I didn't have that and no one really cared about me <laughs> um so I have no one in my psychology major that I know and I can't I can't really like get to know them. And a lot of the international students who are in the psychology major, they're Chinese. Um, and I'm not saying that like Chinese students are bad or anything, but I'm just, this is what it is with the Chinese kids is a lot of them, uh, they can't speak English. A lot of them, they don't really know English and um, they barely know Korean a lot of them don't really like study Korean so um, their Korean is either like a very beginner level to the point where it's really hard to communicate with them and so naturally they just kind of group together because they have their common language of Chinese obviously and they don't really speak another language fluently enough to mingle with other people so uh, yeah they kind of do their own thing together and I feel like I have no one (laughs) so um at first it was definitely lonely it was definitely lonely but now I'm just I've just kind of come with like I've come to terms with it I don't really care um yeah because I mean I've got my friends like yeah sure they're in a different school and and I can't really like ask them if um they understood what the professor said or anything but at the very least I'm not like completely alone so that's that's okay like I think my first semester I was like I literally had one friend I think like one or two friends I don't remember but I think I only had one or two friends for the entirety of those four months it was not fun but anyways um yeah what else I can't see my notes here because I'm sitting by a window but it's kind of dark now so I can't see my notes um so I'm trying to go off of my memory here um, and I can't remember what I wrote 
I should have written this down on my phone, but I thought I would be analog and I wrote this down on paper and now I can't see. So I am learning my lesson. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can actually see this. Okay, so no, I can't see this, <laughs> which is great. Okay, next time I will be writing my notes on my phone, so I have no excuse to not be able to see what I've written down. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of been my experience in Korea, at least in school. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's had its ups and downs. There are definitely some good things that I've come across. Like, for example, uh, especially in the past year, I have definitely come to appreciate, like, working on my own, right? Um, before, I was terrified because I had no confidence in myself and, like, just in my work in general. But now, um, I've just come to be a little more confident in myself and to be a little more self-assuring um, that, you know, what I'm, like, the work that I've done is, is, it's not terrible, you know, it's not terrible, and, um, I don't think I would have come to that if I had, if I had, like, you know, worked with other people, and, um, and I'm, I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone, obviously, uh, it, I think it's just, you know, it was good for me, um, there, there is this one, uh, school, like, department in my school where, um, it's, all of the classes are done in English. It's called the Division of International Studies, I believe, like, DIS, DIS for short. Uh, but I didn't go to that, uh, department because I, um, I, I was so set on going to psychology. I was absolutely set on it. Um, I have had people ask me, why didn't you go to DIS? I mean, it's all in English. It should be easier. It's it's definitely easier than having to, to take all your classes in Korean. And I agree. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I don't think I would have enjoyed had I gone to DIS because from what I've heard <clears throat> from some of the kids who are actually students of DIS... Um, it's very like economics and like business and politics and things like that. Um, and I do not like those. <laughs> I absolutely hate those. Um, it's just, it just doesn't interest me in any way, shape or form. Like studying economics. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so yeah, like sure. It would have been easier, but I mean, it might've been easier to understand at least, but I don't think I would have enjoyed it. And yeah, I think that's I think that's worse than going to a department where you're learning something that at least you enjoy. You know, like sure, I had to I had to kind of teach myself, but it was fun. You know, it was interesting, and I I feel like I don't feel like I hate the actual education that I got. I feel like I I disagree with the way that they approach education. Um, but I don't actually hate the content of it. Um, one thing that I also do want to mention is that um, a lot of the times, like I said, like I said before, the professors they don't really hand out like assignments related to writing papers and stuff. And even if they do, it's usually less than like it's usually within one to three pages. Um, 
And their reasoning behind it is always, well, there's over a hundred students in my class. If I were to grade all of your papers and it was like five to eight pages long, it would take me forever, which I guess makes sense. But also like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I don't think that's a good enough reason to only give out exams with majority of the questions being multiple choice and not really um, promoting critical thinking, right? A lot of, a lot of the exam questions are um, multiple choice, uh, short answers like fill in the blanks kind of questions and um, writing definitions kind of questions. And there aren't that many like essay, like uh, essay questions, right? Which require a certain amount of understanding the content as well as being able to think a bit more critically about the topic so I mean I understand that it's going to be a lot of work but also come on (laughs) so yeah um in terms of like the semester layout there being like four months for one semester and everything I don't I don't know how I feel about that necessarily um I mean, it's definitely tough. Like, you're definitely kind of worn out by the end of uh, each semester. Well, at least for me. Um, because there's barely any breaks in between. Um, there aren't that many holidays here in Korea. Uh, for example, in the first semester, it starts from March and then it ends at the end of June. So, um, there's like... I don't know, let me think. There's... Children's Day, yeah, Korea Korea has Children's Day, which is um, the 5th of May. So we've got Children's Day, and then we've got, um, what else do we have? Oh, uh, Buddha's birthday, which is literally, they're just one day each, right? And then maybe, oh, there's this, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to call it in, in English, but it's like this, um, it's the 1st of March, it's a day off, it's like a public holiday. Um, what else? Oh, the 6th of June, I think, is like a Memorial Day, I believe it was. So there's only like a handful of days off. Literally just maybe like 5 to 6, maybe. Um, so it's like in total, it's about a week off. So it's it's definitely tough. Um, for example, like if I talk to my friends who go to schools abroad or even just my brother they get like Easter off, you know, and, um, they're, I don't know, like at least that week or maybe two weeks of like spring, uh, spring break or, um, like Easter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I I feel like just having that little break in between, like really gives you that little boost that you need. Because for me, when we're, when everyone else is often like Easter or whatever I have my midterms (laughs) and I guess that kind of sucks but also like that sucks definitely but um, I have to think I have to like remember that I got two months of winter break I got from like January to February it's just two months of nothing no school absolutely nothing Uh, so I guess in that sense that's good and then summer is, is normal, uh, the two months, like July, August, and then September. And like I said, September, uh, not September, the spring, no, fall. <laughs> the fall semester, we technically have Chuseok. That's about a week. Um, 
give or take a day or two that helps uh but usually that happens around october like early to mid october and we have our midterms uh at the end of october so usually chuseok involves studying for your midterm so it's again it's not really a break either um and because it's only like give or take a, a, a like give or take two days a week um sometimes it's it's li- sometimes if um our luck is completely off you have monday of school tuesday wednesday thursday is the holidays for chuseok and then friday is school um i think that's happened once and it was not fun um but yeah it's kind of like that so ah we don't really get a break in the fall semester either again it's maybe like including chuseok maybe like seven to eight days it's not that much either um so we don't we don't really get that much of a break it's exhausting <laughs> it really is exhausting it's there are days when i'm just like i i just want a break um not even it really does drain you just those four months of almost every single day like school learning intense it, it's it can be exhausting definitely yeah it's not fun <laughs> so yeah um and all in all i just i just learned a different approach to learning um i can't say for certain if it fits my way of learning things um but it's definitely a different way of education and studying a different approach um and i think i think that's worth exploring as a student to just you know try out different ways of learning because you never know if a new uh, a new method comes up and it works even better than um your previous um choice of learning right for example like i used to write down all of my notes and just summarize all of the notes that like i've taken in class and then summarize little bits from like my textbook and stuff but recently i tried a new method which is literally just reading the textbook and just highlighting bits and uh, just going just literally just reading my textbook and not really focusing too much on writing notes in a separate notebook and just writing little notes here and there in like the margins or on the side or whatnot and um yeah that i mean that's that's you know just as good i mean um i think that that's literally just as good for me um as as it was taking notes in a separate notebook and also another perk to that is that i get to save a lot more time i get to actually cover everything that i need to cover before my exams whereas before i was rushing and my wrist would hurt and it was a mess so i've definitely come to learn that so all in all like it's it's not been the easiest four years well it's almost four years but it it definitely it definitely hasn't been the easiest for four years but i don't think it's gone to waste i've learned a decent amount about just me as a student in those past well three years of school because that's all i've been in school for three years so um yeah those those are the things that i've learned from my uni student life here in korea um i hope that was somewhat insightful i don't know uh, i don't know if anyone wants to 
actually come to Korea to study, whether that be for undergrad or grad, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was just my experience, what I've learned. And um, yeah, I hope that was somewhat insightful. Yeah, um, interesting. I don't know what you might think of it, but hopefully that was entertaining. Um, I have made a Twitter account for this podcast. It's um, at Date and I Pod. So uh, feel free to check that out and follow um, for like updates about episode, new episodes or things like that. And um, oh, and um, I noticed that I haven't done this before, but I want to try this out. Um, please give me a rating. I would love to. You know, I don't know if I can actually see those, but if I can, that would be amazing. Um, aside from the education part, the studying part of living in Korea, I would say living here has its ups and downs. Um, yeah, it, it's. I mean, I guess it's like any other city. It's got its ups and downs. It's got its pros and cons. Uh, but definitely when it comes to the studying part, the education part, it was... At the beginning, at least, it was quite a bit of a culture shock. It was, um, it was very different, to say the least. But I do think I have come to terms with it now. Um, and I'm starting to see the goods in it. I mean, before, I could only see the bad stuff about it. And I was just like, no, this kind of approach is absolutely terrible, blah, blah, blah. And um, I guess that was just my immature way of saying, I'm not used to this. Um, but now that it's almost been like four years, uh, I guess, I guess I kind of see the good stuff in it as well. Like for example, it definitely teaches you about patience and resilience because you really have to sponge up a lot of information within like eight weeks and it's tough definitely, but it really does teach you about self-control um, and, and sitting yourself down and actually getting yourself through the work. Um, and I'm not saying that other schools have like a lesser workload or anything. I'm sure it's just as tough, but, uh, definitely, you know, I mean, compared to when I was in high school, definitely, uh, school here in Korea, it's definitely taught me that to really just sit down with myself and be really strict about it and honest with myself and, and really get myself to do the work that I need to do. Um, so yeah, it's definitely taught me about that. And again, like I mentioned before, it's taught me about having more confidence in the work that I submit to my professors. Um, and being more confident in myself in general. Uh, to just trust myself and to trust my instincts. And also to be, to be less afraid to actually reach out and contact my professors. Before, I was terrified because I would have to write my emails in Korean and I didn't feel comfortable enough but um you know I just kind of kept going on with it and whether it was grammatically correct or not I just kept sending those emails asking those questions uh getting the answers that I needed and now I'm definitely more comfortable in sending an email I mean it still takes me <laughs> like a lot longer than necessary to actually write an email but I think I've talked with this I think I've talked about this with a friend before and apparently I'm not the only one, so I'm going to take some solace in that. Um, like, for I don't know if other people do this, but sometimes it takes me about half an hour to write, like, a two-line, like, a two-sentence email 
because I'm just going over and over and over whether I should add a, a period here, an exclamation point here, like what should I do, what kind of punctuation, does this make sense, is this grammatically correct, will my professor judge me, yada yada yada, but um, yeah, it, it just kind of, I got more confident in writing those emails and constantly telling myself my professor does not know me personally, <laughs> um, so things like that, I've definitely learned about that. Um, nonetheless, I would really appreciate a rating and for you to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Um, thank you so much for listening and joining me today. I will come talk to you next time and don't forget to smile today. Bye.